Hello everyone, Aaron Stewart with The Little Black Couch. Thanks for joining me today. I very much appreciate it. We've got some, oh, I didn't, shouldn't have done that. Whew, close, yeah. We've got an Asian landscape, but that's all they told me about it. So it's gorgeous, isn't it? Other than the sun's a little bright. So I'll have to be careful today. I'm not, I don't have my base tan yet for the summer. So you gotta be very careful. Anyway, let's jump right in. I've got a cool topic today. I, uh, I think it'll be helpful for a lot of folks and a, a really cool example that happened uh, earlier today as well. So let's jump in and have a good time together. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me. I, I did some new graphics down here at the bottom. So yeah, there you go. Some branding, if you will, is what we like to call it in the biz. Branding. So yeah, we'll just leave it there. Did some opacity there to make it kind of fit in nicely. So anyway, better than that, you know, I, I, don't, I used to do that just sort of the big box that was right up here in the corner. And ah, so anyway, hopefully that was taken away from the ambiance of, you know, the photo back behind there, the green screen. Thanks, Kurt. I actually purchased some more lights for the green screen, but I don't know how to, to use them properly. So it's supposed to be, if it's if it's lit better, then I'm not supposed to get this like halo thing. But I think the lights are too bright. Watch this. If I turn them on, whoa, I just go super dark. And then I got some fuzzy stuff on my shelf. Anyway, so we'll turn those off again, sort of. Uh, We'll go back to the old way until I can get uh, either Kurt or... Um, it looks like I'm having some streaming issues. So I'm going to turn some things off. Oh, that's got to be doing it right there. So I'm shutting some things down. So hopefully we have some better streaming issues. The quality looks like I had to get dropped down, lowered. So hopefully you can still uh, see me here. But thanks for joining me here today. Appreciate it very much. Um, had kind of an interesting experience I talked about over the weekend where, oh, it says it's been lowered again. So I don't know. We must have some internet problems here at the office. So that's unfortunate. But we're going to power through, power through. Um, friends comment. For those of you who watch Friends as often as my dear wife and I do. Anyway. Good to have you here today. Um, my name is Aaron Stewart. I am a big entrepreneurial hound. I have li been living entrepreneurship and studying entrepreneurship for uh, 30 years now. So that's the, um, the little thing right here. <laughs> Green screen. Yeah. All right. Um, so what I wanted to talk to, it's kind of a, we're going to sort of uh, leverage what we talked about yesterday and, and jump into a little bit more of it. Um, there was a conversation over the weekend where somebody came out and asked if we thought formal education was beneficial to us. And I obviously have made um, academics a big part of my life. I have 
Uh, I love school, I love studying, I love learning, I love reading, I love all of that good stuff. And I believe that, that it, well, I keep saying I believe, but I did research for my dissertation that proved unequivocally that any kind of learning makes you a better entrepreneur, period. The data is irrefutable, okay? So if you're going to school, you know, this, is a sh this is a shaving injury right here, folks. So yeah, it wasn't even a, a good one. I was just moving the razor and then that, that little thing that you use to trim underneath your nose just kind of caught right there and pulled it off. So it wasn't even like a real shave motion that caused the, the owie, but it's a pretty good gouge. Anyway, so, so any type of uh, learning that we do, and it doesn't matter if we're learning the arts or literature or if we're doing biology or whatever, as long as we're getting this little doodad working, then the opportunity for us to see entrepreneurial opportunities expands. Okay, that's, that's just the way it is. So our brains are so brilliant and so wonderful. And if, if you take what the brain can do as far as learning, and you take a, a passion like entrepreneurship where you're trying to solve problems for people and you're always looking for those problems, you just can't help it, then this becomes a very powerful um, strategy in entrepreneurship. So how is that done? Well, a really cool thing happened this morning. So I've got a, uh, I call him a buddy now, who, um, who goes live a lot. He's a plumber up in Rock Springs, Wyoming. And um, he, it's awesome. He asked us a while back for questions. And um, I threw a few out there. And so a couple of them have been answered. But yesterday's uh, live was about water pressure and how uh, what affects the water pressure coming into our home. And it was really a cool live because it's a question I've had for a long time. You kind of get it, but you don't really know. So it's so cool to have a, you know, a, um, a professional discuss plumbing. I, I, I think it's, I thought it was fascinating, really interesting to learn it. And now all these, all these questions that I've had for a long time were, um, were answered, right? So I love that. But what I noticed afterwards, and this is kind of where I wanted to go is, so I'm not a plumber. Um, I, I, I don't believe that I would be a very good plumber. And, and yet when, ye, when I heard about the challenges of water pressure and I heard of the different ways that water pressure is controlled within the home and within your shower head and, and whatnot, I noticed that after his live and when it was done, I sat there pondering on um, water pressure and how it all works. And I, I don't like the water pressure of our showers at home right now. But I started thinking, okay, what can I do to change the water pressure in the house? Um, what can I do, you know, is there cool opportunities that we could then look at as entrepreneurs to make that a little bit better? And then today there was a live um, on, is water coming out of, the, of the, your garden hose safe to drink? And I, I drank out of a water hose before. It turns out, you know, not very safe. There's a lot of bacteria and stuff that can grow inside of a water hose. There's a lot of varmints and things that can go inside the hoses that's just sitting out there. And so drinking out of a water hose is probably not the best thing in the world for us. Well, okay. Well, can we make that safe somehow? Is there some sort of contraption that we can create that goes on the end of the water hose that doesn't make the water safe for when our kids are out running in the lawn and they want to grab a quick drink? So those kinds of things are what's important. Um, and, and then the final thing is, so I had this uh, learning and becoming an expert in a topic can be wonderfully beneficial, no question about it. But when you have a variety of interests 
And you may not know what those interests are, but when you have a variety of interests and you embrace those, what you're doing is you're increasing the possibility or the opportunity that you will stumble upon a um, answer to a, to a question, a solution that you can be very passionate about and that can solve problems for other people. And if we stay narrowly minded and focused on the only the things that we're interested in, then we limit our ability to come up with new solutions. It takes a lot of inputs from a lot of different areas for us to then create unique opportunities and solutions to solve those problems. And the more we learn about a variety of different topics, the more opportunity we have to see what those problems are. Right? So that's the cool part about it. And so I just want to make sure that um, in, in formal education, when you go to school, there's a reason why they have you take a bunch of different topics. It's not just to be a bunch of jerks, like, like I used to think and like my, like my kids sometimes think. When you go math and biology and, and, ge and geometry and, and history and U.S. history and right, all this stuff. Um, that it's not just for that, but you are literally expanding your mind and expanding your understanding and make it possible, making it possible for you to remember more things. And that's another cool thing about how the brain works is it creates associative um, partnerships with other bits of data that you have learned. So the brain is fascinating in that it does not like to burn any more energy than it has to. It's super efficient. And so if you have already learned something and your brain is learning something new and it says, you know what, this is kind of like this, then it will associate those two things. And that becomes super fascinating. It's that, it's when I do that that I turn gray, huh? When I block that light right there. I will try not to do that, keep my hands down here. Whew. Okay, so, but when we do that and our brains will start to associate a new bit of knowledge with a piece of knowledge that we've already mastered, now that's something that we'll hold on to and remember for a long time. And the more we do that and the more associative patterns that we've built inside our brain, the greater the opportunity for us to come up with new solutions, unique solutions. So yes, we're gonna go out and find opportunities, red oceans where there's people already doing things. Those are opportunities too, to do things just slightly different. But you will have more ability to figure out what's slightly different in a red ocean when you have more knowledge in this little beauty, okay? That comes from a wide variety of topics. So at school, when you are at school, enjoy all the different topics and see if something sticks. Um, I had a really interesting experience in college. I, I, my undergrad was in economics, so I had to take, basically take every economic class that was offered um, at UNLV. And one of those classes was I mean, I had no interest in going and sitting and listening to this guy. He was a, uh, he was a communist professor. Um, he was out of um, East Germany, and he was part of the staff. At, at first, um, he just kind of came on sabbatical, and he was just sort of there teaching for a couple years. Um, but he was teaching of the benefits of communist or socialism when it comes to you know, economics and how it can benefit, you know, an entire society. And we hear a lot of that discussion right now. And so he was a, one of the foremost experts from the Eastern Bloc on the benefits of communism and socialism. And his name was uh, Holger, obviously, but he was uh, East German. He, he spoke with a heavy German accent. It was sometimes hard to understand him, but he was a brilliant man as far as, as, far as the topic went.
And I had to really stay on my toes to refute this guy because he was so brilliant. Um, so I appreciated the fact that I had to read like crazy other economic books to deal with the garbage that I felt like he was spoon feeding us in there. And so it was a, a it, you know, it was a battle to, and eh, wow, I just had a really hard time with this guy um, because he was so smart and was so quick and everything I threw back at him, he seemed to just knock back at me and then I'd have to go research it again. And, um, but it was, um, the challenge was awesome. I had to read and learn a lot about the free market system, understand it and go back and try to take it back to him, you know, day after day after day. Well, this professor of mine, I, 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 lived, through the, I lived through the course, I, I, I moved on, I actually ended up taking a higher level course from him later, but it was on a different aspect of economics that, that we didn't have to, he had his little slants that he'd throw out there, but it, it wasn't quite as awful as it was the first time around. And, um, but the cool thing about it now is he was known as an expert in that field where he understood um, social economic principles, uh, he understood socialism and how that affects uh, the economies of countries, he understood communism and how that affects the, the economics of countries, and he was very pro-communism, pro-socialism, okay? Well, that was <clears throat> 30 years ago, right? You could now look this professor up and he is one of the leading authorities on why socialism and communism sucks economically. And I am so impressed that a gentleman, he got so far into learning something and thinking that he knew something, but he never closed his mind. Um, he's now an American citizen and he has now increased his um, ability to understand economic principles and been able to apply a whole different type of a strategy or theory to what he believed was lock solid truth and find out for himself that socialism and communism and the economics of those, um, of those principles are completely horrible and, and don't work at all, okay? Um, but what, a, what an amazing thing to go from somebody who understands something so fully and then switch completely and now start promoting um, essentially the enemy at that particular point. But I, I just think that sometimes um, we think that we know something and then we stop it. Like, oh, you know what, I've heard about plumbing or I've heard about arts or I've heard about you know, biology or whatever. I've learned enough about that. I don't want to learn any more, more about it. Um, but the only way we can get to a point where we understand maybe the weaknesses and whatever we think we know is to continue to learn and continue to be open-minded to new theories and new strategies. And so that is what I would recommend here to all of us as entrepreneurs is that we may understand things, we may know things, but always be open to what's next. Things are changing so quickly online. You may think that you understand Facebook ads. You may think that you understand and you may think that you understand them enough. Um, but when you have an opportunity to grab an article or read this or read that, do so. Continue to expand your mind, continue to delve in and try new things because you never know when all that new knowledge will come together inside your mind and produce a brand new solution to solve the world's problems. And that's, that's what it's all about as entrepreneurs. Say. So keep learning, keep out there. Um, I think plumbing's fascinating now. So fascinating, it's been so cool. So anyway, thanks for joining me today. I love entrepreneurship. I enjoy working with so many of you 
on your dreams. Uh, if there is anything I can do, I have a very, I have a very good, let's see, I have a very good track record of being able to talk with somebody and help them see where their strengths are and where they can create a business based on their passions, their understanding, and their goals, right? So if you, have an, if you are sitting there wondering what you can do to be an entrepreneur and you want to have a chat, leave me a comment. We'll get together and we'll talk about it. I can help you figure out what you should be doing to be an entrepreneur. And um, for whatever reason, that's not hard for me. Um, I can do it uh, pretty quickly and get you on your way. And then we'll continue to support you from the little black couch. So a little, we'll bring in Buddy just uh, briefly here to say hello. Boom. So we had our thinking cap on today at the live camera. So the little black couch right there. And then one thing I wanted to do each day before, I, before we sign off is share. So I, I've created a bunch of, I, I gather quotes and I put them up on our social media pages. So I wanted to bring one in that I really liked um, and, and made uh, and, and used it recently. So it's a ancient Indian proverb, but certain things catch your eye, but pursue only those that capture the heart, okay, which I love. And going along with what we talked about today, the only way you're going to really understand what you want, what you're passionate about and what you want to pursue is if you take time to learn and figure out what is in your heart, right? Let your brain learn all the stuff and then figure out what touches you there and we can go with it and create a business out of it. Promise you fail. Thanks for joining me today. Until next time, Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch. We'll get rid of that little beauty. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. everyone, I want to really thank you so much for joining me on your entrepreneurship journey. If there's anything you learned today or if there is a topic you would like me to discuss in the future, I would really love to hear from you. I do have a favor to ask. Would you please subscribe to our podcast or Facebook page and please like, share, and use the hashtag TheLittleBlackCouch. It would really help get this message out and hopefully help more people like us. Now let's get out and change the world together. <laughs>